Go Live presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. Now, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, a WhatsApp came in at the end of yesterday's topic on housing in uh, Dublin. And it's from a regular listener to this show, a guy called uh, William. And it's all to do with not wanting to raise a family in a so-called rough area. In this case, he's talking about Finglas West. But before you jump down his throat, he's born and bred there. So have a listen to what he uh, has to say. Is this pure snobbery or is this father looking out for his kids? And if you're from Finglas or another area that has a a bad reputation, how do you feel about this? Because a number of people have already messaged us about uh, Tala, for example. Um, So you can place any uh, place in Dublin in on top of this. So have a listen to what William had to say. I was born and raised in Finglas West all my life, and i seen it all in the 80s and 90s growing up there. Gangs, robbed cars, uh, fights every night, intimidation. Most of the kids I grew up with ended up in trouble with the law. Some of them ended up in prison. I was a lucky one. Anyway, when me and my missus decided to uh, have kids, we moved out of the house we were renting in Finglas and moved to Westmeath because we didn't want to bring our kids up um, in Finglas around the shite that goes on in the area. You'd be mad to start a family there, and that's coming from a Finglas man. So as I said, he was reacting to uh, the conversation that we were having uh, yesterday on moving out of Dublin and all of that. And he's basically saying, yes, he did move out of Dublin, but it was nothing to do with finances uh, because he was renting a place in uh, Finglas. Nothing whatsoever to do with not being able to afford a mortgage or anything like that. He moved out of Dublin uh, because, well, he moved out of Finglas because he didn't want to uh, rear his kids there, basically. Which is his choice and his decision. Um, Here's the thing. Let's get a couple of things out of the way here because I'm just looking at some of the comments coming in already and people are annoyed, especially people from Finglas. Um, A lot of comments coming in saying not not every part of Finglas is a kip and there's good and bad in every area. I don't think anybody is saying that... uh, um, every part of Finglas is a kip. I have friends that are from Finglas who are doing very well in their life. They've never as much as had a crossword with a member of Garda Siakana. However, however, the chances, if you are bringing up young kids in a, Finglas is an example, um, but if you're bringing up young kids in an area that is notorious for, um, like any of those areas that were featured on Inside the K, um, where there's stolen cars, doing handbreakers at night where little 14-year-old young fellas are terrorising uh, people, throwing rocks at cars, throwing rocks at buses, all that usual crap that goes on in these housing estates. If you are bringing up children in areas like this, yeah, the probability, and we're talking about probability here, okay, mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about, the probability is higher that they're going to go end up down the wrong path. And nobody wants their kids... To be okay, one, the argument you, know, you know those videos you see going around on TikTok or on Facebook of like 15, 12 year olds beating the shit out of a fella at a bus stop mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Those little scrotes. Yep. Nobody wants, well, I assume nobody wants their child to turn into a little scrote like that, do they? 
No. No. But here's a conversation we had only a couple of weeks or, or months ago. And it was uh, about whether or not parents are responsible when their kids turn out to be little toe rags. Yeah. Yep. And you at the time said, uh, yes, absolutely, they are responsible. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to take you. Yeah. No. So, so I'll add to that. Yeah. So if by being responsible, you take your children away from an area where they could go down the wrong path. No, no, so, no, no, no. So, no, 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 no. I want to so, just go, I want to bring you back so to what, what you said fellow, a couple of weeks ago. You said, fellow, hang on, you said it is the responsibility of uh, uh, parents to make sure their kids don't get into trouble. And if kids get into trouble, it is down to the parents. It's their fault. It's their okay. responsibility. That's yeah. what you said. Yeah, so, said hang on there for one second. Okay, I want to take you and your wife and your three kids, and you mentioned yesterday that you're, uh, you're looking to move, and I want to move you to a beautiful four-bed house oh, in uh, Finglas. Okay? Okay. Now, using your uh, rationale, it doesn't matter where you're brought up as long as, hang on, you're that parent that's going to make sure your children turn out well, so it doesn't really matter where, you're, where, well, where they well, grow first up. First of all, that's putting words in my mouth because I never said it doesn't matter where you grew up. You and I both grew you up. You said the parents are responsible. Yes. So turn that on its head. Okay, <laughs> but it shouldn't matter where you live if the parents are responsible for how you turn okay. out. Are you more... Well, then let me fire this right back at you. Uh, are children brought up in so-called trouble areas more likely to end up in crime or go down the wrong path? Not if I use your rationale that no, no, the parents no. are responsible. No, but I want to use your rationale. Um, so, well, put the ball in your statistically, court. Statistically, probably yes. That's all, that's all I'm saying. But is that, uh, does that mean this is more bad parents then? Okay, the only way a parent can make sure their child doesn't get in with a, with a bad group, yeah, if, they, if they're living in a so-called uh, bad area, yeah, is to keep your child locked up 24-7. And you can't do that, okay, because when they're 15, they can do what they want pretty much and they're going to go outside, yeah? No, there are plenty and plenty, I'm sure, of people listening at the moment who grew up in Finglas or in Killinarden or Fetter Cairn areas, Ballyfermas, that would have a bad reputation. And they've done very well for themselves, and they were never in trouble with the law. But as you said, and I'm using your words, probability, probability that the chances... But, but again, you're such a brilliant parent, uh, you uh, are fairly sure your kids aren't going to uh, grow no, no, up I'm and sorry, be in trouble. Sorry, nobody can be sure of that. And but this, is, this is coming from a man, you were very lucky, you, got, you brought up your kids in the leafy suburb. Of South County Dublin, where there was where there was none of this. So don't be going on like. Well, no, there is. They, they grew up in Bray. There's yeah. all sorts of shite in no, Bray no, as well. Not the area where you were, where you brought your kids. You brought your kids up in a middle class area. So don't be making out that you're a working class hero and you're fighting for the working class here. You brought your kids up. In, and what I'm in, trying to say to you is, no, no, no. Had you, okay, how you, you? I'm not going to mention the area where you brought your family up. Yeah, in Bray. But, no, but said the that. part of Bray. Yeah, okay, Southern Cross in Bray. But had you brought them up in say somewhere like uh, Fasero in Bray? Yeah. What do you think? Would the outcome have been the same? No, probably ah, not. There we go. Okay. That's where we're going then. Now, uh, Dwayne, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dwayne? How's it going, Adrian? Well, uh, Dwayne, can, yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, not a bother, thank you. Um, can you understand why a uh, father might want to take his kids out of Finglas West and rear them in, in Westmead? He didn't even say whereabouts in Westmead, but anyway. I uh, can understand that completely. What's in uh, Finglas? You know what I mean? Yeah, um, there's lots of English villages, lovely. There's, uh, well, yeah, actually, well, is there anything else? Country, the countryside is peaceful, it's nice, no hassle. Okay, so um, y you believe that if uh, if you're looking for looking out for your children, want to bring them up as best you can, want to give them the best start in life, that best start in life is going to come in Westmeath rather than Finglas. Definitely. On your Facebook earlier on, you just had a, on that topic, it doesn't, it doesn't matter 
how how you bring your kids up, in my opinion. To, you can bring them up to the best of your ability and they can still go down the wrong path, you know. So it doesn't really matter where you bring them up, in my opinion. It's like still... It doesn't matter where you bring them up? No. So uh, one of the points that Jeremy was making a moment ago is that uh, a child brought up in Fingless West is more likely to end up uh, possibly in trouble than a child brought up in Westmeath. Probably more likely, but it's it's not uh, impossible for it to happen in Westmeath. That's what I'm saying, you know. Okay, so so is that, and this is what we were saying, is this down to, to parenting? In other words, uh, William has moved his wife and kids down to Westmeath um, if he was a strong enough and a good enough father or parent, surely he wouldn't have to leave Finglas. He could just rear them in Finglas um, in a in a decent way, and they'll turn out okay. No, I disagree with that. That's that, that, that's my okay, argument. So, so Jeremy, in, in other words, the, the the argument here is that you it, it, some kids have that streak in them to uh, yeah. But as as a parent, you'll do, and I think this is the point Duane is trying to make. As a parent, you will do everything you can to shield your kids from the scumbags that are in the area. And the, like I mean, I look uh, and I'm very grateful for where I live. I'm very lucky where I live, and I look at the kids that are on. Uh, on the road where I live, and I know none of them are out robbing cars at night because they're all brought in at night. They're all like, if you walk on my road at nine o'clock tonight, um, any kid under the age of fourteen will be in off the streets. Whereas if you go to other areas, not a million miles away, there's five year olds still out at, at ten o'clock at night in the dark, up to no good. And that's the difference. Is that down to bad parenting then? It's bad parenting and the, and the crowd that they're, they're, they're mix, mixing in with, I suppose. Let's bring in this WhatsApp voice note that has just come in to us from Jess. Come from Finglas South, literally like Pier Park, which is rough as you can get. It is rough, rougher than rough. And I'm not a, I'm not a tall rag or a scumbag. I didn't get into trouble. I didn't get any problems with the guards or anything like that. So for him to be like, oh, I moved to Westmead, coming from Finglas because it's a bad area, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can't tear everyone with the same brush. There's scumbags everywhere. There's scumbags in Fox Rock, Black, Black Brigham. Everywhere you go, like, there's going to be scumbags. But I'm actually sick of when people, like, hear that you're from Finglas, they automatically think you're an absolute scumbag. Like, no. Like... It's, it's not where you're from that raises you, it's how you're raised by your parents. And if you're a parent who lets the kid, like, the streets raise your kids, then, yeah, obviously they're going to go down a dark, a, a dark, bad path. Like, you have no one to blame them but yourself. Like, don't blame the area. Blame yourself. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Now, Dave, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dave? Gentlemen. Uh, well, Dave, uh, we've been hearing how uh, it's not where you're brought up, it's how you're brought up. Uh, other people saying, well, no, it's where you're brought up, you're more likely to end up in trouble. What's your view on this? I think it's a combination of the two, really. You know, I mean, like, if you go into, like, a lot of run-down, shitty estates in Dublin, Cork, Limerick, a lot of scumbags, their parents are scumbags. You, you know, it's a generational thing. It's scumbags, rare scumbags. And, like, the people who have actually any care for their families or their kids or want to see their kids not get involved in that kind of stuff usually tend to get out of there, you know? But, like, if you grow up in a rural part of the country, as as say, opposed to things that are somewhere else in Dublin where there are problems with anti-social behaviour, rob cars, 
drugs and stuff, the chances of your kid getting involved, even if you're a good parent, are slightly higher than if you just take them out of that situation altogether. Okay, so uh, making a, a bold move away from somewhere like, and we're, we're only using Fingless West as the example because this is where William is yeah, from. Yeah, I say Dublin, yeah, but I say Dublin in general. That place, that city has gone to shit over the last 20 years. I don't know why anybody would want to live there. It's a kid. Okay, but uh, he's talking about Fingless. I've seen other people commenting that they moved out of uh, Tala, for example, are bringing their kids up uh, down the country and the, uh, they think it's the best thing that they ever did. The kids look, have, a, look, have a great I, life. I, when, well, look, I was that kid. My, my family got out of Dublin when I was about 13 or 14 and I'm telling you, the standard of living, the cost of living, everything is far superior. I mean, in regards to infrastructure, you probably don't have as much, but like, say, the biggest thing for me is drugs, right? My uncle is 12. When I was 12 years old, I knew what the story was with junkies, knew about heroin, knew about dirty needles and to stay away from them. My kid knows nothing about any of that kind of stuff. And recently, during the summer, um, or a couple of months ago, we were in Dublin, walking down along the Keys uh, on a Sunday, middle of the day, loads of people around. It was on the side of the road where if you're walking up from Houston Station, you'd be walking right past them. Young lad pulls my arm and goes, Dad, what are they doing? I turn around and look and I say, congratulations, son. You just saw your first crackhead. There was a fucking about eight or nine people in the middle of the street, openly smoking crack, didn't give a fuck, tourists walking past them. Like, do you want to like, raise a child in that kind of a situation? Okay, but aren't you, around going, that kind of aren't shit? you going to get that everywhere? You're not, Adrian. I can tell you fucking right now, right? Like, yes, the country does have problems with drugs as well. Like, I, I could probably get my hands on a bag of cocaine easier than I could get a Chinese. But at the same time, you'd have to go looking for it. Like, there are very, 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 very few places in rural Ireland where you will walk down the street and see somebody strung out on drugs. You're not going to okay, go anywhere. Maybe, like- maybe not strung out, but uh, there isn't a town or village in Ireland that I couldn't get a bag of cocaine this weekend. You look, Dave is making... No, uh, no, uh, I- hang on, sorry, Dave. Dave is making a lot of sense. Dave. When you look at any of the stories in the news today, you open up any of the news sites and you'll see stories about whatever uh, such and such is appearing in court on joyriding charges or theft or, or burglary or house break-ins. They're always from the same areas. It's never Deco in in uh, Fox Rock has been done for sto- for stealing a car. Crime. These crimes happen in certain areas, and to say that there's good and bad in er- in areas, sir, I don't think any. I'd be. I think you'd be hard pressed to find. 15-year-olds from Castle not going around robbing cars at night. No, because they go out of their area to do Oh, it. okay. So yeah, you, they you, do. Oh, you, okay. Well, you don't think there are any uh, teenagers in Castle Knock that misbehave? Get a grip. No, I'm saying they misbehave, but they're not out robbing cars. Well, you don't know that. Oh, you okay. don't know that. They okay. mightn't be robbing cars in Castle Knock. So when, when, when Virgin Media were doing that show Inside the K, yeah. uh, why didn't they do it Inside the Castle Knock? Because then? the Castle Knock kids piss no, 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 off no, no, to no, the other areas. The why was that program not said? Yeah, uh, uh, hang on. This notion that somewhere like Castle Knock not there are no little bastard teenagers uh, that are misbehaving is rubbish it's rubbish yeah but this idea yeah but this idea that people are coming from all over the city just to the shitty areas to cause mischief while the people in the shitty areas are, are all you know more or less famous is a bit fucking nonsensical as well the idea that just because you're a rich kid uh, means you're not going to get into trouble is rubbish well, Adrian, Adrian Adrian the only difference between the criminals in the posh areas and the criminals in the rundown areas is the criminals in the rundown areas wear uh, Canada goose jackets and the ones in the posh areas wear Suit. Yep, yep, you're probably right. Um, you're probably right. Okay, say, say, I'll, put it right, I'll put it to like this, right? The, that, the, the Jeremy mentioned inside the cave. The house estate we used to live in was actually on the first episode of that, right? Okay. And it's 
fucking shocked me. My, my little fellow was watching the us. He goes, did you used to live there? I was like, yeah. He was like, wow. He couldn't get over it because it was so fucking mental. He, he didn't even believe like somewhere like that existed in Ireland. Why would you want to bring up your children in that kind of an environment? When you can move down the country where it's cheaper to live, yep. you're surrounded by countryside, the people are friends. The place I live right now, there's an actual sense of community down here. You say hello to everybody when you're walking down the street, and if there's something wrong, there's always people there to, to help you build you up or see if you're all right or, or any of that kind of stuff. Why Why would you want to live in a place where you're worried that your young to make well and get attacked, beaten up, has his phone taken, get stabbed? get involved yeah. in drugs. It's a fucking no-brainer, like. I remember, Dave, about 10 sorry, years ago. Sorry to cut across. If it's that much of a no-brainer, Dave, how come everybody doesn't move out of Dublin? It, it because everybody is. can't afford... No, because everybody can't afford to move out of Dublin. There are so many people. Like, there's a massive expat uh, community of Dublin living in rural Ireland, and every single last one of them say, I would move back to that shithole if you gave me a house. Yeah, well, no, I can't there's, there's, there's a lot of people, and I've spoken to, like, on social media stuff, I've spoken to a lot of people in, um, say, council houses, right? They said if they were offered a house down the country, they'd take fucking hand and off. But the problem is there's no system there for them to move down the country. Now, a lot of people probably want to stay in your family and stuff like that. That's fair enough. I know family in Dublin, so, you know, I can't really speak to that. But there's a lot of people, if you offer them in a house in Clare, Galway, Leitrim, Roscommon, they take it in the morning. Take it from me. I, I don't go to Dublin very regularly anymore because I have no reason to. But over the last 20 years, as we've moved out, going back up time and again, that city is fucking decaying. There's no soul to it anymore. But if I, I, Street, I stayed in the Collins Street recently, and the Collins Street is nothing but trippers and junkies. Our main, our main street in like our capital city. I want to down in the middle of for a monument, a, a fucking hypodermic needle. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's, and and here, I'm, I'm not denying for one second that it is uh, horrendous to witness. Stuff like, uh, no, I see. I don't agree that it's an, an uh, entirely a shithole. I think it there is are a shithole, Adrian. If you walk from Houston Station up to O'Connell Bridge. The amount of graffiti and rubbish and yeah, dirt Dave, you get that in any big city. You get it in Cork. I only witnessed it myself in Cork uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, you get it everywhere. In a, in a, yeah, but Dublin, yeah, but Dublin, there's, there's, there's something extra with Dublin, though, that just makes it that little bit worse. Okay, stay there yeah, for there's one There's a phrase down the country. There's a phrase down the country, and it's that uh, there's no kind of scumbag like a Dublin scumbag. They're a breed of their own. Okay, stay there for one second, if you can, please. Um... But to, to answer that question, because you didn't seem to answer uh, properly, when the, the producers of that show, Inside the K, when they were deciding what areas to, to, mm. to, to film the programme in, why do you think they didn't choose um, Black Rock or why they didn't choose Castle Knock? Or why they didn't choose Port Marnock? Because... Do you think the programme would have been the same? Had the police come, in, come out around Port Marnock? No, it cameras? probably wouldn't have been. Okay, well, why is but that? But you're, you're implying that just because you come from money means you're not going to get into trouble. Look, at, uh, and uh, there's a young not, that's, fella. That's not what I'm, I'm claiming well, at all. What are you claiming then? I'm not claiming that at all. I'm saying antisocial behaviour yeah. Yeah, is more um, prevalent. prevalent in areas like the ones we're talking about. That is a statement of fact. But that implies that young kids uh, okay, in, area, in areas on, on like Castleknock aren't Halloween, troublemakers. On Halloween night, are the guards afraid to go into Castleknock? I don't know. I haven't asked them. Oh, okay. Are they afraid to go into Ballyfermot? Uh, I don't know if they're afraid to. Well, they are, because we've spoken to residents from Valley Firm before who said that the guards are afraid to go in there. Eric, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Eric. Hi, how's things, Mark? Good, thanks, Eric. What did you want to say on this? Right, so I grew up in Monaghan, right? And there are some parts of what she's saying is true. Like, I live in Ballymore now. 
I've been living here about 14 years, give or take, and it's some major difference. Cause like, I lived in Yall as well for two years. They don't like Dubliners down in Cork. It's just that simple. My uncle has to go two and a half hours to go to work every morning from Yall. I lived down there for, yeah, about two years. It was nice and it was peaceful, but I, once I move out of Dublin again, I'm never moving back here. This place is a shithole. Not the whole of Dublin, obviously, just Ballymun. Okay, so Ballymun is a shithole. You were in Yall for how long? Two years. For two years. And why did you uh, leave y'all? You didn't feel welcome. Yeah, it was really only my uncle and I was basically it's a small town so they tend to give the work to the people they know or friends of the family that type of thing so you just haven't got a prayer to get the job down there. And you ended up having to come back to Dublin? Yeah, and I feel I was literally here about a month and I got a job, no problem. The, the walk is in Dublin, that's the thing about Dublin, you know. Sorry, we'll have, to, uh, we, we'll have to get you back on there in a second, Eric. The quality of your line is just atrocious. It sounds like he's uh, swimming with fish or something like that. Now, let me go to uh, Dara. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Dara. Hi, yeah, how are you? Good, thanks, Dara. What did you want to say on this? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's, I think, yeah, a huge part of it is, um, you know, I suppose the kind of morals and values your parents instill in you. Because I suppose my mother was very strict growing up and we grew up in a mm. nice enough area. But then a huge part of it is whether you're successful to fall into certain crowds in school because there's always going to be a rougher crowd, you know, or a crowd that's a bit more, you know, as you said, up to no good or delinquents and whatnot. Um, so, like, I myself, you know, I came from a good family and I dipped in and out of, like, different types of crowds, as I think most teenagers do. And I did get into, like, a fair bit of trouble. So I think it's, it really depends on the type of person you are as well. Um, it's not and just, like, I've, always, I've right. always believed that because I have spoken to many... You just said yourself, uh, Dara, that your parents, you, you, you had a fairly strict upbringing, and that didn't stop you getting into a little bit of uh, mischief. And that's the point that no. I, was, I was making earlier on to uh, Jeremy, that... There are, you know, this notion that parents are totally responsible when uh, young people go off the rails a bit is actually rubbish because you do your best no, no, as a sur- parent. Your surroundings play a big part as well. Obviously, surroundings play a big part. Um, yeah. And you can't, I mean, you can't keep your kids locked up. The thing is, like, I, I got into a bit of trouble in my teens and then I kind of fell back into a good crowd around leaving certain. I did well in the leaving certain, you know, went to college. But then it was like my early 20s that I ended up getting in all sorts of trouble again you know and I probably have at least 15 criminal convictions now that you'd never think looking at me or where I came from so I think it's it's very much dependent on on the child or the person that they're becoming as such as their teens okay so when it comes to uh, bringing up kids in an area like uh, Finglas you know some people are saying it shouldn't matter where uh, they're being brought up Uh, it is how they're brought up is what matters I mean, I think, yeah, I do think where you're brought up, though, as well, obviously, statistically, if you're brought up in somewhere, I don't want to, like, be just singling out fingers, but, you know, somewhere rough-ish, there's obviously going to be more rough kids in the class, in the school, on the street, and statistically, if you're in somewhere, you know, like, in the countryside, more suburban, obviously, there's going to be less of that, so your your child is less likely to mix, mix with the crowds, whereas it's more in your face, it's easier for them to fall into it, you know, like... Anywhere you go, even in my school, you know, there wasn't that much of that, but I still ended up in one of the crowds, you know, <laughs> through one way or another. So I think it's, you can't avoid it completely, but it's definitely less likely if you're in a nicer area. Okay, so um, it, it, by moving the kids to Westmeath from Finglas West, you're lessening the chances of them uh, going off on the wrong track. Yeah, and I will say, actually, just I actually just remember, because when I first came back to Ireland, I actually lived in a Thai, in Kildare for like six months, which was quite rough as well. 
and my daughter went to crash there and the fighting on the kids even at like age two and three and the standard of care in the crash and the way my daughter was even acting at home after going to that crash was absolute miles different to what she is now in which she's going to like a crash in a nice area and there's like none of that not to like single out those kind of kids but there's just none of that whereas her behaviour was actually completely different when she was in a rougher kind of crash so I think it, it does make a difference for especially young kids so yeah, I would never send her to somewhere like that again, you know. Okay, so <clears throat> part of um, the way kids turn out is down to the way their parents rear them, but part of it is their surroundings as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's definitely a joint, a joint effort, I suppose. All right, Dara, thanks very much indeed uh, for your call. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. <laughs> Craig, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Craig? Hi, Aidan, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Craig. What do you want to say on this? Um, I was over in Singles West uh, for the first time when I was about a teenager. It was about four years ago, maybe. And the first time I went over, I was going to the stretch park, walking a friend home. And there's a big group of teenagers just sitting in the park, obviously, like, messing in their books or whatever. I walked past and asked them this. Like me and you referenced up in the jail home. And then you all caught him on the way back. You said, oh, what do? And they were messing with him. Oh, the story goes. And then you did, you said, chasing us. Down the park with loads of sixes, with nares and all of them. And then every two, two, two seconds later, they all stopped and you start walking again. And then you're going to tie the key comes over and hit you may in the head. Like, this is going over. Like, just start chasing again. Right, for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, because the audience, he told me I was getting cheeky when we were saying that, you know, and to do that chasing. And we were like, I've only been to Fort Southern Tappers, you know what I mean? So, like, we weren't that far away. Like. And what do you make? Uh, uh, I don't know if you have you kids yourself? Yeah, yeah, I have to, yeah. Oh, and, and are you bringing them up in Cabra? No, look, I brought them up in Fingers at the start and the middle dead. I'm not in Santry now, look. Oh, you're in Santry now. And would you like to move further away uh, out of Dublin with them? Yeah, but if we were right now, we're, right, we're at the airport, you know what I mean? So it's quiet enough. And they've got, actually, she wanted to have it much better out there, you know what I mean? Okay, so even, even moving where you are, which is slightly rural by the sounds of it, if you're out near the airport, um, you would much rather bring them up where you are than maybe back in Cabra or in Finglas. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Too much fun. Too much fun. When you walk around the door, there's somebody fighting with our neighbours or literally fighting over stupid things. You know, it's just, you see it all the time when you're in Mr. Young. It sounds like you don't miss the place. No, not really, no. no. <laughs> there's too much time when I, was, when I was living there because I moved from Cabot to Finkless for five years and hey, I when I was living there. You know. All right, uh, good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. Um, now, Lewis, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Lewis. Hi, how are you? Uh, good, thanks, Lewis. Uh, you're from uh, Tala, is that right? Yes, that's right, yeah, from uh, Kilnamana. And what did you want to say on this? Would you move out of Kilnamana if you could, or have you? I have, actually. I live in uh, Navan County Mead at the moment. Okay, uh, I, a fine town it is. And I, I honestly wouldn't go back, to be perfectly honest, if I was given the chance. Even uh, my parents are from Clondalkin, and uh, they tell me stories of used to be a nice area up until maybe the 90s when uh, the area was neglected and uh, social houses became on the market and uh, anyone was given a house really. I think the area's been neglected over the years and uh, no, I wouldn't go back. Never go back. Now, a lot of people uh, describe Navan as a, as a mini Dublin, that, that half the population of Navan is from Dublin. That's correct, yeah. More than half the population. I'd say everyone you'd run into is from Dublin. They, they okay, wouldn't so, get away quick enough. So, um, <laughs> you're still mixing with dubs then? Absolutely. But is that it's not what you try to get? Is that not what you try to get away from? It's not. It's not so much the Dublin people. You see, 
if you even if you get the Lewis out to visit family that are still there, you'd see, you know, quad bikes going up and down. I have to stop you there because I was in Navan only a couple of weeks ago and I saw quad bikes going up and down in Navan. That's not a word of a lie. That's true. That is it is another problem up here. I just believe that the area you used to know your neighbours back then. Now you don't know who your neighbours are. I think the and he, okay, and, and since, since you moved to Navan, is that better? Do you know your neighbours now? It's a little bit better because it's a smaller community. But don't get me wrong, over the next few years and decades with Navan expanding, I do think it's going to head that way. But right now, it's um, only a small community, so it's, it's not too bad. Okay, so uh, we, you're, you're happy that you moved to Navan, even though you're surrounded by dubs. Uh, it's far better uh, than where you originally came from in Dublin. I think so. Just the way the way things are going right now, and it's um, see, I'm stu- I'm studying law, so I can understand the police stigmatism in areas such as that. I think that the police force is very heavy-handed around those areas unnecessarily, which is another problem. I think it's a state problem. Like someone from Kalini and someone from Tala, who's the person that's going to be more uh, like to be arrested from Tala? So I think there's a state problem as well in, in that. I want to just read a message out uh, that says, so you move, and this is something I said to you a minute ago, so you move away from Dublin to go and be surrounded by dubs. Where's the logic in that? The logic in that is because it's not it's not in Tala, not in Clondalkin, which I wouldn't like to walk there at night time. I think it's dangerous. All right, Lewis. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much. Uh, you never see yourself moving out in Avon, no? Out in Navan, yes, but not back to Dublin. No, not back to Dublin. All right, very good. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much. And it's not a bad town, actually, Navan isn't. Um, so a good pub scene in Navan. Um, but it's full of dubs, isn't it? Yeah, it's over half the population are, are uh, dubs. I tell you, I, I feel sorry for people who live in the areas that we've been talking about on the show today um, because it can't be good to hear these things about your area. Although people don't want to admit that they live in... They don't want to admit the social problems that exist in their area. Sure they don't. No, of course not. They'll no. always say, oh, there's good and bad in area. There's lovely... There's lovely people in their area and stuff like that. But the the facts are that crime is here is more prevalent in certain areas. And I hate to go back to this, but you look at Inside the K, that programme, that was absolutely shocking to me. But to some people, that's every night in their houses. Oh, yeah, that's the norm. Yeah. I looked at that and I was going, I cannot believe that there are parts of Dublin. I always knew there were. And you, if you remember, Adrian, about 10 years ago, I was uh, on another radio station uh, with Adrian. I was giving out uh, Easter eggs one night and we were out in uh, Blanchestown giving out Easter eggs. And I'll never... Will you tell the story, Adrian, what happened? Because you were... I was on the phone to you live as this was happening. Well, you were surrounded by them. Yeah, so we arrived out at uh, Blanchestown and um, is it Sheepmore? Is that the name of the station, Blanchestown? Yes, it is, yeah. Sheepmore. Uh, it was either Sheepmore or Mulhuddard. And arrived out in our radio station cars to give out um, Easter eggs. And we were approached by a group of about 10 teenagers. They're about 12 years of age. Little haircuts, you know, little fringes, little moustache, trying to grow the moustache. The little pigeon walks on them. And I thought to myself, ah, they're 12 years of age. They won't have the balls to start giving us cheek or to start threatening us. And they did. Little 12-year-old comes up to me. I want one of those fucking Easter eggs, he says to me. I said, well, first of all, you need to learn some manners uh, to speak to an adult. Go and fuck yourself. And he tries to karate kick me, and I move back. Now, I'm not going to hit a, uh, I'm not gonna hit a 12-year-old, um, obviously. And I said to the girls, let's just get into the car. Let's get, let's get out of here. The next minute, we're surrounded by a group of, uh, of 12-year-olds who are telling me that they're going to punch my head in. One of them actually turned around. Remember, this is 12 years of age, yeah? One of them actually turned around to one of the girls and she was 
terrified after this and said, me and my mates are going to drag you into the field and rape you. Yeah, that's what they said, yeah. yeah. And it was to a woman. This is a 12-year-old. So we got into the car and your man drop kicked uh, another kick on the car and knocks the wing mirrors off the car. 12 years of age. What time was this at at night? That was at half nine at night. This was half nine at night in the middle, uh, in the middle of winter, pitch dark, and there were 12-year-olds out threatening to rape women and kicking wing mirrors off cars. Now, you tell me that that, that happens in every area in Dublin. No, it doesn't, it doesn't happen in every area of Dublin. Because no. it doesn't. All right, that's it from us for uh, this latest Opinions Matter podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please hit subscribe or follow, and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new Opinions Matter podcast. Thanks very much indeed for listening. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.